0: Snuff Production. Good morning sports fans and welcome to the Scorecard. I'm Liam Flanagan and this is your Fast Fun Hit of Sport for Thursday the 24th of August. Today Sam Burgess bids farewell to his bunnies, Sam Kerr's plans for football world domination and Dan Ricardo enters the world of erotic fan fiction. But first, <coughs> heads up Australia, we might have a boxing dynasty on our hands. One, two, three, four goes Nikita Zoo. He talks as well. Oh, that's a huge left hand! There's the turn. It comes in and it brings an end to the pure butchery we just seen from the young zoo In a little over a month, without throwing a punch, Tim Zhu will be crowned the WBO Super Worldweight Boxing Champion of the World. But last night, Tim's younger brother Nikita was throwing plenty of punches as he stopped Jack Brubaker in the sixth round of their fight last night in Sydney. Nikita, he had to go to places he has never been. What a fight. And he emerged from them victorious. Big brother Tim was on hand to lift Nikita in celebration in the ring after Brubaker's team threw in the tower midway through the sixth round. But the victory didn't come without some nervous moments for Nikita and the Zoo family. John Lucas for his first time as a pro. His Jack eyes looking back. forward. Could he do the unthinkable? Rubaker covered in blood. Nikita Zoo. Zoo was knocked to the canvas for the first time in his professional career in the third round by what appeared to be an accidental headbutt from Brubaker, but it was enough to give Brubaker the ascendancy in the fight, if only for a moment. Nikita quickly regained control in the next round, improving his professional record to seven wins, zero losses, and further enhancing the frankly terrifying reputation of the Zoo men and their ability to punch other men in the face. As predicted yesterday on the scorecard, Sam Burgess has officially said goodbye to his beloved South Sydney Rabbitohs. Sam's got a fair bit on at the moment. He's about, uh, His partner Lucy's about to give birth in the next few weeks um, to a baby. Um, he's getting more and more involved in terms of preparing for Warrington and the head coach role there and um, recruitment and retention for next season and even having um, some discussions with the team there now to try and ensure that they finish the season in the strongest possible fashion. So they're the two major um, reasons why um Sam and the club agreed today it was in everyone's best interest that he is allowed to focus on those two items. South CEO Blake Solly fronting the media yesterday alongside club's senior coach Jason Demetrio after Sam Burgess released a statement that he would be parting ways effective immediately. However, Solly denied that Sam was pushed out over allegations. He and all fellow assistant John Morris had been leaking information to the media over the way the side was being coached. But with Burgess heading for the door, Demetrio was keen to turn his attention back to the business of footy. It is what it is, you know, it's um, decisions being made, um, both supportive of the decision and we get out here and train. That's a big part of what the last two days have been about, it's been about the talk is going to be there, everyone will say what they want to say but what we can control is what goes out on the field here. Train today, uh, we got a good week of prep before we start worrying about who we're playing next week. And, Uh, That's what we'll be focusing on. And while Burgess is heading for the door, he's not heading out empty-handed. In an amazing bit of business, Phil Rothfield of the Daily Telegraph reports that Burgess will continue to be paid by the Bunnies next season to the tune of $700,000. Wait a minute, how much? $700,000. You see, Burgess had four years remaining on his playing contract with the club when he was medically retired in 2019 due to a shoulder injury. And amazingly, the contract had an option for an extra year in 2024 in Burgess' favour. And my best bet is that Burgess is going to take up that option, meaning that while he's being paid to coach Warrington by Warrington, he'll also be getting paid to coach Warrington by South Sydney. It must be nice. It might not have been the World Cup campaign Sam Kerr had dreamed of, but she still managed to deliver a magical moment. With shot. Oh, I say, that's incredible. Kerr's wonder strike in the semi final loss against England reminded the world that when she's healthy, she's borderline unstoppable. The goal itself has been nominated for a finalist for goal of the tournament, and the good news keeps rolling because Sam is ready to help the next generation of footballers become unstoppable too. Welcome to Sam Kerr Football, my new football academy for the next generation of Australia's football lovers. Sam Kerr Football will provide an incredible football experience for young players, girls and boys aged 3 to 14, aiming to deliver modern training techniques in a fun and safe environment. Sam Kerr Football, the newest weapon in Australia's quest to continue climbing the football world ladder. Kerr officially announced her football schools yesterday, which is set to launch later this year, and she is currently taking expressions of interest for coaches, franchisees and of course participants. The move is Kerr's attempt to capitalise on the enormous success of the Women's World Cup, which saw the Matilda's brand value increase from a pre tournament estimate of 40 to 45 million to a potential high of 210 million once new sponsorship deals and media rights come into play for the team. Time to get paid. And if Kerr's Football Academy turns out players half as good as its founder, the future of Australian football is bright. And here's a weird one to end today. It's redemption day for Daniel Ricciardo. He wins the Monaco Grand Prix. Dan Ricciardo is undeniably one of the world's most charismatic athletes. Blessed with a Colgate smile that lights up the room, the Aussie Formula One driver has had a roller coaster past 12 months, which has seen him lose his drive with McLaren, sign on as Red Bull's backup driver, before most recently being brought back onto the F1 grid full-time to drive for Red Bull's development team Alpha for the remainder of the season. It's good. It's really good. You know, I've I enjoyed six months off and I think it was it was really good for me. Yeah, the more kind of races I started to attend, the more sim I started to do, certainly getting getting the bug back jumping in the car a few days ago I was like oh yeah it all felt very normal well I'm glad that feels normal Dan cause this next bit might not rev up your engines for a sizzling high octane romance overtake my heart will it will take Ooh. you on a heart stopping ride filled with passion speed and heartbreak follow Emily a smart and independent woman as she navigates the thrilling and glamorous world of Formula One racing and tangles with the irresistible charming playboy Daniel Ricciardo. Yeah, you heard it right. Dan Ricciardo is now officially the subject of an erotic fan fiction book. Erotic literature is popular with everyone. It appeals to our uh, basis desires, and it's cheaper than buying someone dinner. The book is titled Overtake My Heart Thick Rick Races for Love, and it is subtitled as book one of 69 in the Daniel Ricciardo erotic adventure series. 69 books? The book's author, Anita Driver, assuming that's not her real name, has previously published kids' book using other F1 drivers, Charles Leclerc and Lance Stroll, as protagonists. But this would appear to be her first foray into the erotic genre. So let's find out what Dan thinks, as heard on the F1 with DRS podcast. What the hell? Anita Driver, Overtake My Heart, makes a great gift for mum. Thick Rick races for love. Book one of 69 in the Daniel Ricardo erotic adventure series. What the f*** is this? I look jacked, though. <laughs> there you go. Mother's Day gift sorted. And that is your Fast One hit us ball for today. I'm Liam Flanagan. Catch you tomorrow on the Scorecard. Listener.